start ten seconds in. Okay. Give it four more seconds. Is it recording? It is recording. Now. Hi, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Look who it say is. Say the name. Oh, yeah. Um, Say it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Corona Perch podcast of an existential cowboy dread and a cloak of mystery. Phase one. Oh, I was really hoping you wouldn't miss the phase no, one. Perfect. <laughs> no, if yeah. I know oh one thing, it's my the phase God. one. Welcome to Corona Perch, the existential cowboy and the ever-growing boy that will not cloak his internal dread. Phase one. I'm Liam. This is Eric. And here we have our special guest. Hello. Megan. Megan gets two microphones. She's I'm Megan. Special. And I have two microphones. So what I say is double as important. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's awesome. All right. You want to start us off, Lim, here? Sure. So let's start off. Megan, who are you? What you do? I am Megan. Oh, it is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why don't you be my car for now? <laughs> I um got invited here yep. due to Eric continuously asking me to be on this podcast. Yep. And then they took me and they drove me an hour away from my home. I don't know where <laughs> I am. Now I'm being forced to be on this podcast in the basement. <laughs> but at least they have two microphones. Shoot, they they know we're in a basement. Actually, they already knew that. Never mind. I mean, what basement? Outside. We're <laughs> <laughs> outdoors. The crow lore goes thick. They know. We they are outside. Know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we yeah. brought Megan on. Uh, I've known Megan for a while now. How long have I known you? Ooh, 2019 is when we met. They were going to say 20 years. It's been around 20 years. It feels like I it. I think. It's, it's the start of the apocalyptic <laughs> times. I think it was 2019, but yeah, before the world ended. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we met at... Ah! Be, I think... I might have mentioned the school I went to, but I guess I kind of <laughs> doxed this just now. <laughs> we can censor it. Anyways, we, we met at a uh, post-secondary, basically. We went art to art school. school. We went to art school for two years. Um, we met the first year. We um, we basically were in a program that gave us a bunch of different art um, classes. So we, we did ceramics and illustration, painting, all that jazz. And then you were like, I'm out. I was like, I really can't be in school anymore. It's just not for me. It's not how I learn. Yeah. So I had to peace out, but Eric and I uh, had already solidified our best friendship forever. Exactly. We instantly clicked. Mm -hmm. And then um, Eric and Liam were already friends. And Liam Liam. Liam drove me here. And that's how we became other best friends. Yeah. (laughs) We've known each other for like an hour. I mean, no, we've known each other before. But we haven't like talked. We bonded. We bonded. About you guys had a bonding experience. How was the yeah. drive anyway? <laughs> it was great. Philosophical. Philosophical. Great. Yeah. We talked about c- cats. Oh, yep. God. Yeah, I guess that would have been something cats to bond and on. AI art. AI art. Yep. Cats and AI art, my two favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to Frank Zappa on the way up? No. Oh, darn. I was hoping we didn't listen to anything. We were no so deep music? in conversation. You kept, you kept calling me weird names, so I was just like, you know what? No, I'm not going to listen to the music you send me. Wait, who was Omi? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was me. a good song. I recommended yeah. you. I Montana by Frank Zappa. But you called me a mean name, so no. Yeah. Names that cannot be sent on the I'm podcast. I'm actually really nice to Liam off the podcast. Yeah. So. And I'm usually weird, but whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah. we do have a topic today. Yeah. Um. Sort of. So basically, I guess how we're structuring this in a way, I, um, if you want to take it away, sure. Can. I'll I'll take it. So, what we want to do is we want to take plenty. We want to take plenty of time to talk with Megan about what she does and what she's about. But I feel like we can also um, continue our discussion from last time, specifically about expression, because 
I think it's a pretty relevant topic for an artist such as Megan. Well, in art in general, right? But I guess it's really nice to have a third person on finally to kind of uh, you and I get so deep into it, and then we jump off onto different like different rails, right? So it's nice to yeah. kind of have a third person be have able a to change talk about it. Yeah. Let us know if you'd like us to do more guests. No, if you're so tired of the two of us, you want a third. <laughs> no pressure. That's right. Yeah, no, no oh big deal. Yeah. yeah. So should I talk about the art I do and stuff? I, I feel like, like that might stuff. be a little important. Sort of. Yeah. Okay, guys. We so <laughs> okay, here's my little intro about me. Um, Eric and I met at art school. There, I was learning mostly illustration i went to university post-secondary for illustration before dropping out two weeks in i, I said i can't do this anymore <laughs> <laughs> i tried so hard it was covid times you know the deal um i then pursued a tattoo career i got my apprenticeship tattoo apprenticeship in december 2020 and i've been tattooing for just around two years now still do illustration on the side Still do paintings once in a while when I feel like it, but I make money from tattooing. Woo. Very nice. We'll put your handle. We can get a handle up yep. up here somewhere. Yeah. Most likely, yeah. We all. <laughs> all right, Eric. There. Eric, time yes. to make another handle. That's how I gotta make. Yeah, now I gotta draw another handle. Great. Yay. Yeah. You know your handle offhand. Oh. Megan Kerwin. At Megan Kerwin. It's my name. Yeah. It's literally the name. Okay. Yeah. If you want to yeah. check the uh, her stuff out, it's fantastic. Yep. Um, tattoo, illustration, all that jazz, painting. Lots, lot. lots of art. I just make art all yes. the time. Art, awesome. So, do we want to dive into the topic idea? Sure. Okay. I think we can do that. So, last time we were talking about individualistic expression, just a little bit. Yeah, we had uh, we had delved into that after. Okay, I, I know we just talked about it. Our last episode was augmentation and originality, right? Yes. Yeah. So we ended up we we. By the end of it, we got into a huge thing about um, expression of the self and all of that, as well as art, right? Yep. So, yeah, if we want I wasn't there. You weren't, no, you were not there. Oops. And you haven't seen the episode yet because it's nope. not out technically. Just got a, a verbal description of everything that happened. That's right. Um, yep. I guess that's what a podcast is. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess, um, how do we want to start this? With originality definition, sort of, or augmentation? Um, Thoughts? So let's talk about originality and how the individual sh should express themselves in their originality. Okay. Yeah, let's start with that. That's a big one. That's a big it one is. Okay. Um, but I think it's very... And the reason why I think we should talk about this is that I think tattoos or something that really talks that as well. Now, yeah. I don't have any tattoos. You two have literally every tattoo tattoos. I have is made by Megan. <laughs> literally every single. And one. I'm not making him do that. He chose I to do choose that. to have every <laughs> piece yeah. of art on my body made by Megan. He's so. allowed to go to other artists. I can. <laughs> I my, probably won't. I should just cuz to help other just artists. Just switch but. it up, mate. But I'm not complaining. What am I saying? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to start off with that just to give a yeah. good quick start yeah. to it? Um Sure. I guess so. We we had talked about. Um, I have a new book coming out called Dot the Robot. It's just about done actually, um, and I had brought that up last time because what I find very interesting, and this might actually be a good illustration for you to see yeah. what we were talking about. Um, Dot the Robot is based off three big inspirations. Yep. Um, at least in character creation wise. So I had made the character based off of um, some Mega Man influence. Did you ever watch um, My Life's a Teenage Robot when you were a kid? No. Really? No. Oh, no. my. Me neither. You didn't either? No. What? I, 
What is it? No, we're going to have a new Q&A in the Spotify, and it's going to be, have you seen My Life's a Teenage Robot? Really no. good cartoon. Like like uh, Powerpuff Girl era. Cute. Did you watch Power Interest Girls? No. What? Did I didn't watch a lot of TV. Oh. Yeah. Did you watch Powerpuff Girls? No. Oh, my God. Okay. I well also anyways, didn't watch so a lot of TV. So the cultured <laughs> one's on the right side of the screen, or left side of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, the one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so my life's the angel, I'll show you after the episode. Um, and you, you might see the influence of the character. So character's name is Jenny. So Jenny, Mega Man. And then my third one was actually a singer I, I enjoy listening to named Poppy. Yep. Those are my three inspirations to cr- for have created my character Dot from mm. the new story Dot the Robot. Now, when you see the character, at least I think, and I've been told, when you see it, it is an original character, one that I have yeah. created. And yet when I give you the inspired ideas from it, you would be able to see its pieces, right? You'd go, oh, I see where you got that. I see where you got that, blah, blah, blah. So then that begs the question of what's originality? What has been augmented in this original idea? Blah, blah, blah. What? Are you going to say something? No. Yeah, no. What you're saying is good. And then this is where I think we can interestingly take this to the concept of a sleeve. Okay. Liam wants a sleeve. There's a tattoo <laughs> artist right here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do Perfect. it. What do you want? But you think about you think about the sleeve as a whole, yeah. right? Okay. It has a whole bunch of different parts mm-hmm. yeah. that are different tattoos that represent different things. Yeah. It is, in a sense, like dot, right? Whoa. Okay. Because it takes inspiration mm-hmm. from different influences, mm-hmm. but it makes something on your person. Mm-hmm. I don't see how else or anything else. You see it as a it, whole. It represents you. Yeah. And that's right? a, I think that's a good way to illustrate this point we were making um, that we were not arguing about, but kind of getting down to the bottom of last episode was uh, original works, augmented original works. We got into deeper parts, like um, when you add too much or too little context to something, mm-hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. So I guess with that in mind, and really you can go on a tangent about whatever, but okay, just as a good start. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. I don't know where I'm going with this. Let's go. That's fine. <laughs> when I am commissioned to do custom tattoos, it's almost always starts out with someone sending me a bunch of photos of either tattoos or uh, other art, basically art they like. And it's my job to take a little bit of everyone else's art along with my own style and knowledge I've developed over my years to, um, you know, create something new for them. But I, I, need it to be something I know they're going to like, right? Everything I'm making is for the clients on their body. It really doesn't matter that much, at least, what I think about sure, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess I play this little tricky game every day of, like, h- how how much is taking from other people, how much is just taking inspiration, you know, and all that. And so much so that now my process of making almost any art whether it's from painting illustration like anything outside of tattooing my first step initially is I want to see a bunch of photos of what's inspired me or where I'm thinking of going with it like I need that visual um I don't know idea to go off of I guess like um I don't know where am I going with this Hmm. (laughs) like what I was saying earlier uh to Liam a little bit was when I cross the boundaries of like illustration to tattoo, I feel like I can get away with a little bit more in the way that if I'm okay, what do you think? That's okay. That's fine. Yeah, Take totally. your time. Thinking. If 
<laughs> so can, lost. I can continue if you'd like. Yeah, go for um, it. Well, so what I find, actually, I was going to ask you a question. So, um, because you still do your own illustrations. Yes, I have to, to be happy. Okay, I was going to say, because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, at this point, like, are you just illustrating for, sorry, when Liam drinks water, I tend to stare at him. <laughs> when are you illustrating for you or for someone else more? Um, oh, I see. So what I was going to yes. ask, no, right? Yes. Oh, no, you go ahead if you've got your... Go okay. for it. Well, what I was going to ask was more so, like, because you said you, you need that visual idea kind of spark, right? Yeah. But you're also drawing for someone else, basically. Yeah. So that would be a whole different venture for yourself. Exactly. Finding your own inspiration. Exactly. I but I found, like, so when I, I started tattooing and got really into it, I took a break from everything else because I, I really needed to dive into tattooing. It's it's um, it's um definitely, like, been the hardest artistic thing I've ever tried to mm -hmm. kind of master. So it's it's definitely been something that I had to put my full focus into the first year or so. And I, I completely stopped making art for myself. Everything I made was either to be tattooed as flash, up for grabs. I remember you telling me that. You were yeah. going through it. Or customs yeah. for other people. And at the start, I'm like, this is great. This is all I've ever wanted. Like, my job is art. I make art every day. And I'm like, so then why am I so upset? And yeah. why do I feel like I'm not getting that creative um, kind of output the way I, I have my yeah. entire life before this? And so I kind of had to take a step back. Um, and like designate time in my life to be making, you know, only painting and only illustration. And it was really frustrating at the beginning because I, you know, my, let's say my skill level and my illustrations was up here before, but once I started tattooing and I wasn't practicing that skill as much, it, it went back down and I felt very frustrated trying to mm -hmm. work on things. Cause I'm like, why isn't this working like before? And it wasn't until I was like, well, my process for tattoos is get all the visual ideas first and then put it out. So my process for illustration has to be the same. Okay. Just how my little brain works. Yeah. Here we are. Interesting. So wait, you so. didn't, what did you do beforehand? Did you just kind of do what came to mind? Yeah, I think I was a lot more free with it beforehand. I was, I, I definitely was in high school. I had a lot more ideas felt a lot more creative always okay. whereas now i think oh so i i feel like the more art you see the more you realize there are no creative ideas as we were saying before Whoa, originality and augmentation <laughs> yeah something like around. that yeah. <laughs> all right so it's i don't know um i don't know before i just simply had the ideas that's interesting yeah hmm. i know very frustrating shift for me in my Ooh. life when yeah. i just didn't have that anymore yeah no, I get it. It's hard for me to completely understand because I feel like I remember when we were at school, that was kind of what I felt like I had to do was continuously have an idea ready to go. Yeah. That's not how I work. And uh, I think I've mentioned. Not how anyone works. Well, and that too, right? I, I think I had mentioned on um, on one of the episodes already now is um, my art usually comes right from music. And not that I'm taking complete ideas or whatever, but for example, Poppy the singer is one of the main inspirations for Dot. Mm. and there's a whole narrative i have in my brain from her music whether that's actually what's conveyed or not and that's cool. where i got huge inspiration from for the story mm -hmm. that's kind of how i'd always been that's why first year at school i had a rough time because i don't think i had the correct yeah um media to use as well as um music inspiration for things um most of my paintings were made actually from smashing pumpkins songs because the, the one of their albums is completely about artist block so that's kind of what i ended up doing Love it. but that's uh, a little off topic but anyways mm. I'm so lost from the topic already. Dude. 
in all honesty, <laughs> I like the idea uh, something came up. Um, I completely forget. It wasn't about <laughs> augmentation, though. I really liked it, but we'll come back to it. I'm sure I'll, f- I'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. But either way, Liam, thoughts? Liam, take it away. He's been silent and just staring yeah. at us, drinking his water. I yeah. I've just been thoughtfully listening. Mm-hmm. Love. Yeah, everything you have to... S- it's always nice to get a new perspective. Mm-hmm. It's... I'm... Both of you went to Beal, and I... Yeah. Bleep. Beep. Bleep. <laughs> the school. Darn. We can censor it. We went to the, the school. The art school. We went to the school. So, the... Th- I would say the thing is, is the way that I do art is actually, it's pretty different, right? Because course, yeah. in a sense, my art is more towards, geared towards solving a problem mm-hmm. in the sense that I am working with plastic to do some cool things. And I don't know if I really, because I know, I feel like you two have the very similar, like the on-demand thing of school that you need to have a topic to keep going and how you just don't work very well that way and in a sense i do sort of come from there Mm -hmm. so again diversity of art it's really nice to see yeah Yeah, absolutely yeah actually what was interesting i was thinking about um you and i were talking about being hermits Love being a <laughs> hermit. Right, being a hermit. So Liam and I were also talking about this in the car. Yeah. For the record. Oh, we can yeah. do a whole hermit talk. <laughs> yeah, we can. Um, but what's interesting is uh, we're so we just had the anthology is released by this episode. We should already have it in print, I believe. Go buy that an- anthology. I'm not even joking around with you guys right now. Get a Go buy it up it. here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. <laughs> um, the anthology will be uh, completed. Yep. And the fashion magazine. So um, I didn't even realize what I know. It's all happening at once. I know, right? Actually, yeah. and I don't know if I mentioned this on here yet or to you. Um, originally, it was going to be Victoria uh, exclusive. Yeah. I'm getting 20 copies here. Yo. Yeah. So I don't know what Yo. the deal is with that yet. I will only have 20 copies for now to sell. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Eric might have already dealt with that, so we'll see about that. But anyway. Future Eric. Future <laughs> Eric, uh, which I guess might be past Eric right now. Um, figure it out, because I'm not doing it. Now yes. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when will then be now? Soon. <laughs> How soon? I've lost the plot. Oh, I Hermit. Hermit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I guess I was getting to a thing where I guess um, art process. So I really like working with people. I love where this is going. Art process, I think it'd be fun to talk about because we had dabbled in it a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've noticed I get into a huge thing of like, I got these big ideas and blah, 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 like do all this stuff. And I did all that stuff. And now I'm like, dude, I just want to sit in my room, blast music, turn the lights off and just draw or write. And that's what I'm doing now. We finished the two big projects. Um, and despite wanting to do bigger projects now, I'm going to be waiting because I want to finish Dot the Robot and um we'll be writing an album so i know the two of you go in hermit mode too i guess it's sort of funny i'm actually doing the exact opposite i'm really putting myself out there for the first time in two years i've i'm applying to all sorts of positions in my um universe my universities like uh the name, the one we won't name. The one we won't name. University <laughs> school. The one that we, w- the one school. that I won't dox. Yeah. At, <laughs> like in my student council, I'm applying to be the environmental commissioner. Yeah. Um, I'm also doing all sorts of things with our community garden garden project, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to really get involved with students at campus to try to make it more 
see what kind of ecological impact we can have. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm starting to do the other. I was sort of taking a more passive role throughout the summer, especially mm-hmm. with what we were doing, because I was sort of just helping you out with what your projects were. Yeah. But now I'm starting to do, not exactly with my company, or with the company, yeah. my company. Your <laughs> company. You own the yeah. cherry. Yeah. But, so yeah, I, I'm doing a little bit of the opposite right now. Mm-hmm. I've sort That's of, really cool. I've been a hermit for a while, and now I've decided... <laughs> Now, I can't be a hermit anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm in my last year of university, undergrad. Got to live it up. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, okay, being a hermit's an interesting thing. I've been thinking about this a lot recently, yeah. actually. Oh, my gosh. You and I thinking the same thing at the same time. This never happens. Up. This never happens, guys. Yeah. Ever. We're <laughs> never completely in sync. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know where this has come from. Um, basically, <laughs> what was I thinking? Oh, hermit. 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 So... I, when I was in high school, I don't mean to put myself on blast, but one could say I didn't have many <laughs> friends. I was a hermit by, you know, what else was I going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I was always making art because I was in my room. I was alone all the time. You you know, like, why not pass the time by making art? Um, and now that I'm growing a little older and learning how to be a little bit more social for the first time in my yeah. 22 years of you, life. You became adults, unfortunately. Yeah, it's crazy. I just had my social era. I made two new friends, Woo! which Whoa. is like pretty Not crazy. Bad. <laughs> yes. Um, and I'm, I'm no. getting increasingly frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I, think I said really quietly about one of them. Oh, sorry. Three new friends. Oh, <laughs> oh no, you had to say it, Mike. Oh. Megan was like, oh, sorry, I didn't Clip hear that. It, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, wait, yeah, it was said this is proof now. You're a third friend. It's on the air. Oh, my God. Anyways. Yay. Guys, I lost it. I lost the Say the name of the podcast. Chronoperch. <laughs> and? And the cowboy of cloaks. And the cow- I like that. The cowboy of cloaks. I like that. You get, the Corona I, person. The cowboy. I'm giving you so many good new names. I mean, okay, not gonna lie. I feel like we need, like, as a comic book creator, I might need to make like the cowboy crow or something and have like a story. We should have yeah. a story, or just at least plot. like have it in some other story, like make an appearance. I could have a crow show up at one uh, point, like in Wendy. Wendy could have. Well, th- okay, this is the Wendy's w- not really crow. You know what? To bring back the originality and augmentation topic. What I'm really excited about for Wendy and the Sprite and all my comic books is I try to keep it as original as I can. Um, and actually, you know what? We could probably take a quick break before I get on to that, if that's right with you guys. Yeah, so yes. let's, let's um, right after the break, let's talk a little bit about Wendy and originality. Pull the phone, people. Yay! Ah! It's like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some more. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back Welcome from the pur- testing. Welcome to well, <laughs> <laughs> Megan say it. Welcome to Crown and Perch podcast, and we're back. I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are back, everybody. Thanks for chilling for a moment. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, we were talking about two different things. I interrupted by an accident because yeah. you forgot what you were saying. Look no, right didn't ahead. forget. Didn't forget. It was interrupted. Okay, literally, I said. So, anyways, <laughs> actually, throw me off your podcast. I'm sorry. Fine. Um, we were talking about being a hermit. Um, I was talking about how I didn't have much friends, and then I made some friends. And now in my adult life, I'm realizing that to make art, you kind of have to be a bit of a hermit. You have to be alone. Or at least, okay, that's probably not true. I am having a hard time 
making art when I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm with other people and it's like, it's hard to choose that and choose time for yourself when I kind of feel like, I mean, finally I have friends or like I owe it to these people to hang out with everyone mm-hmm. and, and you know, all that. And so I don't know where the start with being a hermit is the problem. No, I, I no. don't know where you're wrapping this. To. I get that point actually. And I've, I know you and I have, oh, sorry. You yeah, go you go ahead. Well, I just remember like you and I like hanging out and making art together. And yes, I, I enjoy that. I have a hard time getting exactly in the zone, though. I've 100%. always been like that, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, like even I know you and I will go to Starbucks to get work done or something, yeah. and mm-hmm. even then, I'm not fully in it. Me yes, either, so. even like when I'm drawing my art at the shop versus when I'm drawing it at home, it's a whole different oh, yeah. experience mm-hmm. doing it at home. You know? Yeah. Well, and I think there's a connection between the obligation as an artist to draw things that are going to appeal to other people, mm-hmm. but then also. Um, trying to basically when there's somebody else in your presence you know try to talk with them because yeah. that's just sort of common courtesy right yeah. i think there's a bit of a link there 100 yeah, percent. when eric and i uh, make art together it ends up being pretty silent yeah pretty and, well, quiet and, and you and i know each other like we're that's yeah. fine but i mean with newer friends or people that aren't necessarily artists you know it's awkward and y- it feels rude yeah. to you know try and make art when you're being social they don't necessarily go together the best yeah it's actually interesting too because when you have acknowledged that's what you guys are gonna do, it's still weird. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Seriously, I I hang out with people. Oh, you want to go get work done wherever? I'm like, sure. And then we're doing it. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, I sure. wish I was doing this alone. I wish I didn't invite someone else to do this. Seriously. Yeah. 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 That's a whole other shabam, right? I, and also, like, I I like having music going, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and I don't want one earbud in. I want both. Like, no, I you want to be full. fully into music. Yeah. So that's like actually a whole other topic too that Oopsie. I, oh, Megan you actually got us off the topic I'm angry I was told one rule before coming on this podcast and it was to stay on topic I thought it was going to be to have <laughs> it <laughs> that's a lie me when I lie sorry <laughs> wow we um I forgot what I, I was going to bring up a specific thing totally forget it however um during the break we had mentioned something else that you wanted to talk about I was really excited for do you remember of course I do. Really? Um, Go ahead and say it. Um, so what I remember saying is, Eric, take it from here. Um, so basically what Megan was going to say was, take it from here. Ooh, and Liam, back to you. <laughs> well, what we talked about before the break is we were talking a little bit about Wendy and originality. Yeah. So let's, <laughs> let's go back to that. I literally completely forget the point I was going to say. You're welcome. About it. And that's totally fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Either way, I mean, we can go to the next topic. We I, lost sure. the plot. It's all good. That's okay, because that's what we're about here. Is that like sometimes we lose our train of thought and we're just being ourselves. Actually, I feel so good in this podcast. basement and safe. Thanks, guys. That totally yeah. isn't a basement. And we're outside, by the way. Yeah, we're, we're actually outside. And that dark window over there. That's it's inside. Big. That's the window. That's inside. That's inside. We could even talk about. Um, we were going to, well, what could we talk about? But I, to- I totally forgot. The internet is what we were talking about. Sure. So during our break, I remembered. Yes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, sharing your art on the internet as an artist. Yes, please. Take and. Because we have to do that often. Uh-huh. You In this day and age, it's actually vital. Very, very important. Instagram is a, a must and TikTok. I am every day fighting <laughs> um, getting on TikTok because I don't want to be on there. Do you post on TikTok? I think I have maybe five times. Because I know life. you were. I remember you telling me you were like, "I'm, I'm going in. I don't want to, but I'm going in." I once a week, I think 
it's time. I have to get on TikTok. I know the algorithm's better on there. I know it's easier for artists to blow up. Yep. But I already hate feeding the soul-sucking void of Instagram. So why would I add another app to that? Yes. And I don't want to say anything bad about Instagram, even though I just did, by the way, because they have gotten me all my business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Well, so then let's 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 stop here. Let's get on this topic. Okay. About getting onto or about being on a structure that you're not very happy with, but it does bring you a lot of success. Yes. I liked I was going to bring up that word success because we had mentioned, I believe, on the last episode, otherwise you and I have talked about it, is yes. what do you define as measured success for you? Because you just said TikTok could helps artists blow up. Yeah. Is is the point to blow up? What Do we want to blow up? What would you define success as once you've blown up or haven't? To me, kind of, I guess the success I'm um, after mm. in life is... People seeing and knowing my art. Yeah. I want people to be able to see something I draw and think, that's Megan Kerwin. Yeah. Um, it's not about the money. Something yeah. we were discussing yep. in the car ride. Okay. Even. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not about um, fans. It's just about getting my art out there. Yep. People knowing it. People seeing it. I and I don't even know why. I guess that's a whole other thing of like selfishness in artists. And, and hey, that's if that's your goal, then great. We could delve into that. But otherwise, that's your period. You want period. I'm ending my sentence. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, that's pretty aligned with what we're trying to do. We mm-hmm. yep. just want to be. We want to be known, and we want to be a force that helps other artists be known, mm-hmm. and that we can bring attention to the artists that don't get a lot of attention that we feel like deserves the attention yeah yeah because of industry and i would say the anthology is doing a great job of that if you haven't checked out the anthology or bought it please go check it out it is oh my great God. she's a natural i can I'm plug so anything sure. come on I, uh that thank you and and you know what that's i would i'd like to say there there are two things that we really like to strive for at all's cherry as well as just through our art is being yourself you know, being embrace the fact that you're human, embrace the fact that you are simply a person. And and of course, this sometimes has to be avoided, but original works is a big one we're all about. And that's what we had talked about in the last episode was all about original works and what's defining them. Because uh, as we've said, there are artists we know, and we went to Fan Expo, who, who make fan art, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what made us question what is original, because we mm-hmm. encourage fan art we encourage that people are making art and that they're able to enjoy something they they like right yeah but we also know people that make fan art that we know have more potential right and then when it comes to measuring success it's like well what are you doing to get your success which is then pushing away your actual goals totally and i mean okay so i can bring this back to tattooing bringing it back (laughs) because perfect you know, sometimes someone sends me uh, an illustration from a children's book they grew, growing they read growing up, and yeah. they they love this picture, and they want this exact illustration tattooed on their body. I will happily do that. I'll obviously change the design a little bit so it sure. suits the tattoo form better. Yeah. But in terms of like stylizing and like, in terms of, am I worried that I'm stealing another person's art? I'm not mm-hmm. because it's crossing the the mediums. Yeah. And that's what gets. M- Wait, what am I saying? Last time we talked about, about this, time, yeah. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> I went off the rails, so I'm that's trying right. again. It's okay. 
but more the idea of like I'm going to happily do that and it's gonna make me my money and it's not necessarily fulfilling as an artist to me yeah the same way that I'm sure it's not fulfilling for these people to draw their fan art all the time but that's what you know part of their job working at a fan expo is because I'm sure out of all their prints that's what's selling the best yes you are right. I uh, I'd like to bring back a topic we had discussed before. I had mentioned something that I I, I guess I coined as the three degrees of pride. Yeah, which I think is you watched it. I think did you? I hate or? to brag, but I did watch the episode. Literally caught up on all the episodes. Our biggest Except fan for of the last podcast. one that has yet to be posted, you and that's not my fault. It's your fault. Yeah, that's your fault. Why haven't you watched it yet? Come on. Literally <laughs> transcend <laughs> electronics. And be like better. I told you to send me it early. Oh. No, I didn't. I mean, that you didn't. Uh, once again, I lied. Sorry. You, you can wait like everyone else has to. <laughs> she felt the guilt for like five I keep seconds. Lying. I can't <laughs> help it. I mean, but I think this is a good point to bring up now because we talk of the three degrees of pride, which I will bring up if you hadn't seen the episode, mm-hmm. fake fan. Um, basically, <laughs> there is, let's start with um, full pride. So you create a full original work. I already know how I'm going to apply this to tattooing. That is so keep awesome. going. And that's what I was really excited for. First degree of pride is you have created something wholly original. Mm-hmm. Second degree of pride, someone asks for um, a, a Metroid, Metroid's a video game, Metroid okay. character as a tattoo. And then yeah. you're like, all right, so you do that a little bit in your style. And then yeah. thirdly, someone says, can you sell this Metroid statue? And you're like, sure. And you sell it. So you have now gone from completely wholly original mm-hmm. and proud of this work mm-hmm. to sort of your thing, but mm-hmm. kind of proud. And then the lastly is, this isn't even yours, but you made money. Exactly. Yeah. Go off. Exactly. So my first degree to degree of pride is when I draw a flash piece, up for grabs piece, um, yep. something that's totally mine that I love, and so I want to get it tattooed. And at they, Megan Kerwin. At Megan Kerwin on Instagram, <laughs> and they, you know, they're giving me full creative license, or freedom, whatever. Yep. Um, second degree of pride is maybe someone comes to me, they have their idea already for me, mm-hmm. but they say, do it in your style, do whatever you want to do, mix it up. I'm still going to be proud of that. There's still a chance I'm posting it on the gram. But, I mean, if I'm doing a flash piece, I'm definitely posting on Instagram. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, What's the third degree? The third one. what I was saying before, right. Yeah. If I'm doing a a copy of an illustration from a children's book. And I'm, if any tattoo clients are out there watching me and they're like, that's me. She's (laughs) talking about me. I have that illustration. It's not, it's nothing against you. Because I, I have those tattoos, too, that it's like, this is simply just a memory for me. It's not about the art. But then, I mean, obviously, it's that much more rewarding when people are in it for my art. Right. Sure. That's And there's where the pride comes from. Yeah. That. Like, you're very, of course, you're proud of what is completely yours. But they're all making me money. And as much as I hate to keep bringing up money as an artist yeah. in this day and age, like, that's well, really what you have to be focused on. Yes. Well, and I think Megan's bringing up a point here that we didn't really think about before that really raises the stakes of our previous conversation about the degrees of pride okay Mm -hmm. let's say you're doing your own individual work in parallel with some more just like commission based drawing something else which i parallel yeah yeah. right you're doing both of them equally yeah that's an interesting dynamic because you're taking um you're taking requests on what people want you to draw, but you're also saying, hey, I've got these um, unique pieces that are one of a kind mm-hmm. that are designed by me. Mm-hmm. If you like one, let me know. Mm-hmm. I would almost say it's a it's a healthy dynamic. 
I would say it's too, it's very balanced yeah. Yeah. because you're allowing yourself to explore other, you're allowing yourself to explore your own creativity and put your out art, art out into the world and your originality out into the world. Yeah. But you're also not limiting yourself just to being original. Yes. I have an interesting illustration to bring up for that is, um, I guess for playing guitar for myself, um, I've hit a point now where I, I used to play a lot of guitar and I stopped for illustrative pers- purposes and art and whatever, but uh, I would learn a lot of songs, right? And I, I stopped, whatever. I got back into guitar a lot in the last year or two and I'm like, oh, I'll relearn the songs I used to play. And I was I was getting so bored. I'm like, I would rather write my own. And that's why I want to start writing an album because I'm like, I would just have more fun making my own work. Mm-hmm. And yet every so often I'm like, man, but that one song's so fun to play by this whole other person that isn't me. Yeah. Yep. And that's totally okay, right? Mm-hmm. It's a nice break. Mm-hmm. It even gets me some inspiration and yeah. even chances to learn from it, right? So yeah, it, I would even, I'd call that yeah. a good balance. And that's, I mean, so I've learned so much uh, about, I've found my style so much through art that clients have sent to me as inspiration for their own custom works because they see art and they're like, ooh, I want a tattoo like this. And then they find me and think, oh, her style would suit this kind of idea. And then I can pick up things because my clients are introducing me to other tattooers with similar styles around the world. You know what I mean? Which is super cool. Mm. No, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know where to go with that. No, yeah. and that's that. I good. like that. That was a really good little tangent there on it original, is. the augmentation Slang. and a balance of work life, really. Because like you said, people go to Fan Expo or even any con in general mm-hmm. to go sell their fan art. And we know that is what's going to sell the most, especially yeah. like there was a lot of Barbie illustrations, obviously, because Barbie yeah. come out. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Verse as well, right? Um, I guess what we at All's Cherry and what Liam and I strive to do is to keep the voice of originality there. There's nothing yeah. wrong with fan art there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with um you know doing a Mm -hmm. cover of a song like you 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 enjoy the work of uh, that someone else has done that you're inspired by you want to pay tribute that is in a sense also very if you do it correctly and passionately it's also very um what's the word meaningful it's meaningful well and it's beautiful if you're able to if you're able to get inspiration from someone like i'm sure they feel just as amazing about it right so um that's really cool. I guess what we we strive to figure out is, you know, it's it's hard in art, especially at Comic Cons and stuff, to be able to do your own art because you know it's not going to sell well. Totally, possibly, right? And totally. that's what's scary about it. And yet, I guess we want to make sure that people aren't um, scared of that possibility of mm-hmm. taking another turn. Take the risk. Yeah. Yes, we we had mentioned risk. I don't remember which episode we had talked about risk, but it's important. Yeah. Being able to kind of strive for something new. Yeah, that was probably our first episode when we talked about mistakes. That's it right. Definitely That's was. A while. Yeah. It was. Oh yes. my gosh, that was. We're on this is episode five now. Yep. But Boy. that is another good example of uh, what we're doing here. Is we're trying to obviously we're taking um, a, a formulaic idea of making a podcast, right? But we're trying to make things new, and we're taking the risks and mistakes. Oh my gosh, even just this episode in general, we had mistakes we had to fix. We had a whole new mic set up and all that. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's just how it is. But if you don't take the risk, you don't get the fun. You don't get the learning experience. Yeah. And again, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to have a more candid podcast yeah. where we're having a coherent topic that we're talking about that we think has some value to yeah. people out in the world. And we're not just like sitting around here and just like cracking inside jokes or whatever. We're trying to, but we are still being ourselves. Yeah. Period. It's, that's the big thing, right? <laughs> Period. <laughs> like, oh my yes. god. Period. 
And I guess I can go on a, another mini tangent from here. Sure. Uh, when my friend here, Eric, first me? told me about this podcast idea he had back in the day a couple months ago, he was like, Megan, you gotta be on this podcast. And I was like, hee hee. <laughs> that quote will not be me. Well, I will not. I'm not made to hold a microphone. Yeah. No one should have given me this or this. May I? <laughs> You're like, no, gives you two microphones. <laughs> um, you know, a huge fear of mine has always been public talking and, and more so making a, a fool of myself on the Internet. And podcasts have always been extremely intimidating to me because, you know, your words are captured forever they're cemented into they're the cemented world. and oh boy i say so many words mm. all the time and <laughs> most of them aren't even that good <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so i i was very nervous very very nervous to ever make an appearance on this podcast i was like how am i gonna get out of this for the rest of my life and still be friends with eric this is gonna be hard <laughs> <laughs> it's on the line and the episode is not done <laughs> still got like that's crazy um and then I worked I watched I think it was simply just the first podcast episode where you guys were talking about how you're kind of embracing this more candid approach and and, and taking risk and and being okay with looking stupid and it reminded me of this quote from my favorite drag queen which I'm going to misquote but it's Katya and she said something along the lines of if you're not looking back a year at what like a year ago at what you did mm -hmm. and you're not embarrassed by it then you're not being creative enough I love that. Wow. Right? Love. love that. Because everything I make two weeks after, I'm embarrassed by it. <laughs> I'm like, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. It, the second I finish any any art piece, I can look at it and, and see exactly what I'm going to do better next well, you're time. You're growing, and that's fantastic. It's, and I'm so excited by it. Of course. Because, yeah, it it's so, it's very surface level, that quote, but it goes so much deeper into yeah. like, improving as a person and growing as a person and mm -hmm. going through the struggle that is life and enjoying it and the discomfort of life yes. too is what i really like and yes. that's why i was like you know what fine and that's awesome here yeah. i am and well, well we had talked about that comfortability people and obviously people strive for comfortability more right Liam oh, yeah. adjusts his seat position to be comfortable <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> and i challenge you to be not comfortable <laughs> Thus, the podcast is more interesting. <laughs> and just like that. Just like Audio that. listeners, I just contorted myself into a weird position. But that's the Audio thing, listeners, like, he's out of the room. <laughs> Audio <laughs> listeners, Liam is off the podcast. Liam's <laughs> one down. Liam's, <laughs> two to go. Liam's off the perch. <laughs> Liam's off the perch. The crow early. has departed. Yeah. <laughs> Liam's the crow. <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds like a presidential like, code name. <laughs> the crow has departed. <laughs> I repeat, the crow has departed. <laughs> I forgot what I was. Oh, well, well, you know what? Actually, a good example is Chapter Zero of Wendy. I'm yeah. gonna plug my comic again. Whoa. And there if you is. haven't bought the comic, you gotta go buy it. Actually, before we go, we should probably take another break quickly. Yeah. Oh, on a break. oh yes. I would love to take a mini break. It has nothing to do with the blinking light on the screen over there that you probably can't see because we're gonna cover it with something. Back in a moment. Crow on a perch. Crow on a perch. Ah. Rattlesnake. Just had to drink a bunch of water. Back on. <laughs> and we're back on the perch. Welcome. And we're back on the perch. And we're back. back on the perch, everybody. Just a quick break we had there. Uh, 
last thing I was discussing, uh, well, we were basically just talking about looking back at um your growth. Wendy Zero. Wendy Zero, yeah. So yeah. we were talking about uh, growth as an artist. And actually, it could just go back to as a person, right? So yes. Chapter Zero of Wendy is a big one for me, at least, because... As you said, if you look back and you're not embarrassed by what you did, you're mm-hmm. creative enough. That's what you yep. said, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, so at least for Chapter Zero, my first comic I made actually when we were at Bleep School. Um, school we went to. The second year, I believe, last year when I had graduated, I had created the comic book Wendy's by Chapter Zero. Looking back at it after I had made two more Wendy's, Overflow, and now the mm-hmm. anthology as well as Dot the Robot, mm-hmm. I can't help but look at Chapter Zero and... I, I don't why I hate it like cringe. I, I really do. There's yeah. So I look at it. I'm like, wow. Like that's yeah. the best I'm I could surprised. do. Yeah. I do, but I I can't help but love it. I look at it. I'm like, man, I just love it because I <laughs> I see it. I'm like, dude, yeah. it all started there. And I really do love the cover for it as well. I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. But I can't also help say like Overflow is my favorite one so far. Yeah. Yep. You know. So I guess that's a big one for me. Um, I'm really excited to see how Dot the Robot goes because, um. Well, actually, and another good point with this hermit thing is... And another one. And another one. An- another thing i got to say about <laughs> it is... So, Colonel New York, is that you? Colonel New York is here with his metal pizza slices. He's arrived. And he's yeah. going to take out the crow. Who would win? Crow or <laughs> New York? Who would win? <laughs> Who would win? New York or a crow? <laughs> um, train of thought. Did I lose it? No. No. So... What's, what I'm excited for for Dot the Robot, and it comes back to this hermit idea, is um, when I'm creating a comic, especially one this big, um, I want to write the whole thing first. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is through this anthology and working, I haven't drawn in a while, like a long time. I drew yeah. Wendy and Sprite for the cover of the anthology. Um, and I haven't drawn Wendy since chapter three, or sorry, chapter two, um, which is before Overflow. So, okay, I just said a lot of words, but I have drawn Wendy in the Sprite as a comic book in years now, maybe a year, year and a half. Yeah. I had to draw Wendy for the anthology, and I was like, whoa, like, I had to get back in the flow, right? It took me a yeah. couple of tries. Mm-hmm. And when I did it, I was like, Wendy looks awesome. Sprite looks fantastic. They look so much better than chapter two. Yeah. I cannot wait to draw again, and yet I haven't. Doing all these things, yes. I'm getting back into Dot the Robot. That is going to be written, and then I'm going to draw. So yeah. now I'm already so pumped to see how much how different everything's going to be for my art. Um, especially because I'm going to take a whole different vibe for this one. I, I'm getting a whole different um feel for it. It's actually going to be. I'm going to have to put a little not a sensor, but like an age thing at the front because it's going to be a little more somber, a little more more serious, more cartoon violence. Not in a bad way, just more so, more like. I have to say what you're getting into kind of thing. Yeah. It's not completely for kids. Uh, teenage violence. Teen violence, I guess, for like cartoon 12 violence. And up. 12 and up. Um, but I'm thinking of doing it all hand-drawn rather than electronic. Um, because that's how they used to do it, right? Some people yeah. still do it that way, and it gives a whole different vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is also another risk I'm taking, a mm-hmm. whole other learning curve, as well as getting back into the groove, um, going hermit mode, yeah. seeing how she goes, you know, and getting back into what I... I guess kind of what you were saying about how you um, stopped doing what was best for you for your art and then mm-hmm. you got back into it. You figured out your kind of groove. Yeah. So, but anyway, that was my big tangent on that. Cool. Yeah. Liam, what about you? Any any art you look back on and are embarrassed by? You've grown a lot. I because your art is so different I than a visual, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a little easier to mark our growth. The th- Sort of. I would say the thing is, 
I don't know. Because for <laughs> Period. me, yeah, for me, I guess it's always been a consistent process about both mm-hmm. drinking water. Mm-hmm. Make fun of me. For go, go. <laughs> glug, glug, drown. It's always about always trying to improve. The thing is with when it comes to 3D printing is that there is a, I wouldn't say steep curve, but there's definitely a learning curve that every single time there's a new issue, you don't know how to solve it. Mm-hmm. And then you need to look and you need to learn. You need to figure out how do I solve this? How do I do that? And then it's a constant learning process. Now, I guess when I look at some like some videography, and I guess like storyboarding, whatever that I did from a while ago, it's like, wow, that was uh, that was a different time. Yeah. So I I guess in a way something that I haven't explored a lot, then it's like, yeah, I have, um, I've experienced something similar, but again, I'm also very much about the mindset of just keep moving forward and keep learning from the past because that is, I mean, I guess I have, I've done some embarrassing things with my printer and I've some embarrassing mistakes have happened, I guess. (laughs) I, I guess I need to, I need to admit that, but yeah, it's, I think it happens to everybody and this is outside of art as well, right? It's for everything. You should, even if you're playing a sport, you probably embar- you're probably embarrassed about one play that probably lost to you, like a playoff game or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm learning Hungarian. It's the same thing. Oh right? yes. Like mm-hmm. it's not easy. I, mm-hmm. I speak with someone at um work that I uh, that isn't Alstery. I work in retail currently, but uh, I I speak with someone who is Hungarian there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she always says hi to me. Um, she'll say like "Siesta Kotbaj," and I'm like, I gotta switch to uh to Hungarian. I'm like, shoot, <laughs> and it's embarrassing to try and on the spot do it right. But the reason she does it is because the more I do it, the more the more I'll learn, the better I'll get at it. Um, sorry. Similar to me with French. Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. I used to work at the same place that Eric did, and there were a couple customers that came in that spoke French. And I have some family that um, speaks French, and I went through most of high school doing it. And well, I'd yeah. like to jump back quickly before we end it because well, we're pretty close to the end soon. Yeah. Um. Because you talk a lot about your printer, but you know, you're you don't just do printing. Like philosophy, I know you've learned quite a bit and you've grown quite a bit. Thank and then you. on top of that, that. Yeah. you <laughs> do the clips for Corona Perch. And and the editing for it, and so much has changed, and yeah. so much has gotten it's, amazing. It's a little bit late at night, so thank you for reminding me yeah, about of course. that. Because he's like, I'm a philosopher. <laughs> Wait, he's like, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I don't just Wait, I don't just <laughs> my major. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, also... yeah, that's what more of what I was referring to. <laughs> I was like, a little confused there, but that's okay. <laughs> he prints. What does he print? I was like, what are we? Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm a little bit dazed and confused here. Yeah. But wait, where are we again? Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, not okay, a so basement. I, I would say absolutely. My writing. Yeah, my writing has come so far from when I started. Yeah, and I ah! seconds. Mission begins in ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, and I guess I've grown. Oh goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're uh, we're gonna be ending it. Yeah. Um. We're gonna end it with Meg. Okay. Here's the full circle thought for you, you little birdies out there. Do you guys have like a fan group name yet? Uh, uh, uh for your, you ask fans, your fans, I, me. I don't know. Little crows. Little All right, crows. little crows. Here's how I'm gonna <laughs> sum it up. I like that. 
I've just, I feel like, okay, okay, scratch that. Restart. You're doing great. Here's how we're going to end. <laughs> I feel like the number one thing that's held me back from getting my art out there and, ex- and fully showing off is my fear of looking stupid on the internet. Um, and I've kind of found this point of acceptance now that I'm going to look stupid on the internet. Everybody looks stupid on the internet. You're going to look stupid. It's okay. It's going to be embarrassing. But you have to be confident in yourself to be an artist. You have to believe in what you're putting out there. I mean, I make art and 20 minutes later, I'm like, this is absolute garbage. But I'm for the, I mean, it depends on what it is. But a lot of the times I still end up posting it. And I still, I still talk about my art to like clients as this. I'm super proud of it because I am. And for anyone else to believe in your art, you have to believe in your art. Yeah. Wow. Well, and another big (laughs) one you got to remember is you're not always going to make something insane. I've written, I have four other stories in the back burner now, two I might not even come back to. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. You learn from it and you have fun. Endless archive of of flash and up for grabs and sketchbooks that will never make it anywhere. And that's okay. I like it. But that's the other thing. You got to know that, you know. it's not always going to be perfect, even if you, you know, you came on the podcast mm-hmm. and things haven't been completely perfect on here, despite it being a very perfect podcast. What do you mean? That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So, but, and <laughs> we, we make mistakes. We get yes. off track. We just, we're, we're here. Yes. And yep. that's what we like to advocate for. Yeah. And, and here we are doing it. Here we are. And I think that's about the, that's all the time we have. Well, hey, so. let's do some little plugs quick. Yeah. Check out at Megan Kerwin, please. 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 Like, do it. Every day I make art, and I hope someone will see it. And maybe today you will. Maybe today you will. There's no <laughs> maybe. Uh, check out our website, uh, allscherrycomics.com. Yes. And Coded this it is, myself. <laughs> this is my special shout out for the how many time this episode to Eric and the Allscherry uh brand thank you thank you overall they're doing some great work i'm so very proud of eric and liam here oh thank, thank you. you i've watched eric go from this weird little abstract painter to having a whole website for him and that's so cool you have seen like the whole journey i know i was thinking about the other day how far we've More come together crazy like yeah uh, we started like full... painting together and now we're a tattoo artist and a comic book like on a, what on are a we podcast doing? right now about a crow i don't even know yeah. but hey, we've you, come you, so far you come far and you learn and you change and blah 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 it's and you will too and you will too <laughs> we're <laughs> off the perch thanks for having me on your perch I, we appreciate you, you being here. thank you and bye little birdies my little little crows <laughs> goodbye <laughs>